What's up, everybody? We are back again for another hot fire episode of Bar for Bar with Izzy Baker. I hope everybody's doing good. I like my shirt. It's it's summertime. It's summertime. Why not? You know, it's hot outside, and you know, especially in Houston, it's, it's gonna be hot for a minute. It started being hot in what March, and then it's late March. This year, usually in Houston, it always starts like around really February, but. You know, late February this year, we kind of got a late start. It was like after spring break where really the weather really broke. But, you know, it's been hot ever since, and it's going to be hot to a good probably November. So we're just keeping that in mind. As always, you all, with today's uh, tracks, just to know, let y'all know, I do not own any of the rights to these songs. We just hit a laugh at them and. You not laugh at them, but you know, dissect them, see what we listening to, see if we putting a spell on ourselves and don't even realize it. And another point of inspiration for this show, I think about what's that show on Scooby Doo. Which movie was that? It was one of my favorite movies, Scooby Doo movies. And it was I can't remember. Was that? I think it was Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. And I remember they were saying them girls, they were singing, I'm a hex girl. So you got to watch what you're singing, because even if it sounds good, as far as the music-wise, you could be putting a channel on yourself. You never know. As always, y'all, we got to break out the shoe cam. So for the day to go along with this nice Tommy Hill figure, Thrift Fine, I got me some uh, Yellow Boy Cortezes. These mugs go nuts. And I'm going to give me some pics today. And I'm going to tag y'all, because I know y'all like that. But all right, so today I've been doing a lot of rambling. So let's go ahead and get to today's episode. Today we are, it's an interesting one because no one would ever do this mix. No one would ever think about these two. But I did. And today we're going off of two legendary groups because one of them is still current. But I I mean, I do believe that they're legends in their respective field, the rap game. And we're going over Destiny's Child and we're going over the Migos, okay? So you're probably thinking, how is that going to work? Well, I'm glad you asked, Tim, because I'm about to show you. So first, let's talk about who is Destiny's Child. So Destiny's Child, is, or DC3, is a legendary band from Houston, Texas, all right? Now, they started off as a girl group, you know, and then turned into a young adult singing group. The original lineup of the group consisted of, obviously, Beyonce, Knowles, and Kelly Rowland. But for those that don't know, they actually had two members of Latavia Rob Roberson and Latoya Luckett. And I think y'all know Latoya Luckett has, you know, had a good solo career as well. Then eventually the group replaced Latavia and Latoya with Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams. And then eventually Farrah departed from the group. And then the foursome became a trio. The group disbanded in 2005, but comes together every so often to perform, even though they are all pursuing solo endeavors. Now, let's move on to Versace's Finest. And I say Versace's Finest because, you know, their first hit was Versace. The first one they really got them on. And I ordered some shorts from Sheen. And I said, and they, they not Versace because they covered from Sheen. But they got like, they give me Versace print vibes. And I'm going to be out here big boy stunned with them on. But anyway, so the Migos is a current rap group from the ATL and was founded in 2008. But it wasn't until 2013, as I stated, where they had their breakout hit Versace. Although this isn't that type of podcast, let me just throw in there and add. Remember, y'all, it takes one thing to make you an overnight success. So they were founded in 08. They didn't get on to 2013. So if you ain't on yet, 
just know you ain't had your breakout hit yet. Whatever you're doing, not necessarily just even music, you know. So the group consists of lead rapper Quavo, followed by Offset, and closing the rear takeoff. So now this group is still one of the hottest rap groups, even though they are known for mumble rap. And honestly, and I'm not the biggest music buff, but I can say I think that if we was to do a top five rap groups of all time, they probably would be in it. I could argue that. They may wouldn't be number one, but they would definitely be in it, if not top five for show top ten. So, now both groups have countless hits and awards, and today we're going to do a bar breakdown of the band's two infamous hits, Destiny's Child, Independent Women Part 1, and Amigos, Bad and Bougie. All right, so, before we get on, let's raise the bar. Let's give a shout-out to, I want to give a shout-out to my cousin, Marion Futurial, another hot rapper, okay? Clearly, my, my dad's side of the family got all the music. All the music skills because he's a rapper, y'all. His music is actually good. He's young, he's like younger than me, but still, I uh, like to see that. And I love to see his his work. I'm actually going to be partnering with him soon to do something with um, just getting him more exposure. So that's good. He's got several reposts, he got several hit songs, he got a, he got a few mixtapes, and he's doing it. And he's straight out of St. Louis. So big shout out to you, American Fruit Trail. Keep doing what you're doing. We love it here. All right, so now let's get into the compare and contrast, as we always do. And I know y'all love this because this is where the bread and butter come in. So first, compare. Easy. They're both black musical groups from the South. Migos being from ATL, Destiny's Child being from Houston. Both groups have dropped albums separately and then got back together as a group. I think this is a good key point to highlight with these two because not too many people can do that. A lot of times when groups disband, that's it. You know what I mean? They say, we're going to come back, we're going to come back, but it never really works. So it's good to see that they can all drop solo projects, not get jealous. And even if they did get jealous, you wouldn't know it. And then they come back as one and kill the game. Both the Migos and Destiny's Child, well, Destiny's Child then, were known for fashion. Now, although a lot of stuff that Destiny's Child used to be wearing used to look like curtains and pillowcases that they turned into jeggings and dresses and joggers and or they wouldn't wear joggers then but you know they all were still setting trends for their respective eras because that was the 2000s so a lot of that stuff it was like oh you know what they say now what, what movie was that the mean girls are like fetch it was fetch and they were setting trends definitely amigos they had their own clothing line they have their own, you know, and then the Destiny style, I think it was really Beyonce Mama, the house of Darion, but still, like, the Migos, they got their own line, they be fly, they had their own unique way of dressing, and they all coordinate, even if they don't match, 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 they coordinate, you know, with each other, whether it be on the red carpet, whether it be on a performance, so they both known for fashion, and can't nobody take that away from them, and I'm not trying to, and then the last comparison, both have hidden gems. So I'm going to go more in depth about this later, but let's keep it like this. Destiny's Child was an established group before Michelle Williams came. However, with her being in a group, they became legends. Some people may argue, well, they was going to become legends anyway, but we can't prove that. But they became one when she was in it. And I say this because people always try to downplay Michelle and discredit her, but y'all heard her on Survivor, and many of her, the songs she was on, where it was like, 
even if it was 10 words, it got you the liveest. And it did it on purpose. So, especially in Survivor, don't let, if you hear her versus Survivor and you going through something, you're going to lose it. You're going to think you at church. You're going to be shouting and laying all in the flow. You're going to lose, especially if you just got over something. You're a survivor for real. And then we look at the Migos with takeoff. People try to downplay takeoff. They was like, he was left all bad and bougie, which is funny because we are going over that song today. But still, my thing is, his album was dope. His solo album was good. And he got some hard lines in there and, and on, on, the, on the songs that he's on. So I can't say, and would Migos be the same if it was for takeoff? It was Quavo, Offset, and whoever else they tried to fill in. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it would be, but it is what it is. Okay, y'all, so now finally, let's get into the bar breakdown. And ladies first. So we're going to start with Destiny's Child, Independent Woman, Part 1. Now, where was I when I first heard this song? Now, I was probably watching it on TV. I used to be obsessed with music videos as a kid, and they had all those. They don't really have it no more, probably because of, like, YouTube and stuff now. But I remember watching... BT, MTV, VH1, they just had the videos they play all day long. And I remember seeing it probably on 106 in Park. It was sure it was on TRL. And I remember when I was thinking, like, you know, when I heard the song, I had, I was with, I think one of my friends, and he was like, dang, Disney Child had another cut? Because, you know, they were known for getting new members. And then it was from at that point, I think it was when, they had been established as a trio. So then it was like, dang, now they they they, they made another addition or another subtraction or another change, basically. And then it was just them three. And then little did they know that's what really took them to the next level. So let's get into the first breakdown. All right. So the lyrics read, question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only when you're selling, selling when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Okay, so she buy her own diamonds, she buy her own rings. Kudos to you, independent woman. And then she said, I only ring your selling when I'm feeling lonely. And then when it's all over, please get up and leave. Now, <clears throat> this is when they was a little younger. And so, and they was talking more coded. But, I mean, if we decode that, it's clear she's inferring that they had sex and said that when it's all over, please get up and leave. So, in a, in, a, in, a, in one way we look at it, it's like, okay, so is it like gender reversal here? You know, it's like the the gender norms are being switched almost because she kind of implying like she the dude, she buy everything. She call you when she lonely, as men do with women, you know, that's the stereotype. And then saying when it's over, right, you can go. Hmm. I'll bet you didn't catch that the first time. Let's keep going. Question. Tell me how you feel about this. Trying to control me. Will you get dismissed? Pay my own car note and I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 relationships. All right. So, I mean, it's, I guess song, songs are going to always semi-contradict themselves because how are you 50-50 relationship if you pay all your own money, pay all your own bills? Or maybe she's saying that when I get in one, we're going to be 50-50, but right now I'm independent. I pay all my own stuff, you know? And I get it. She's saying she's, you know, I, I don't need a man and I'm just me. And I don't think that this is a male bashing song, but in the same breath, it's just kind of like you just, 
<laughs> you ever heard the phrase when they be like somebody just talking? Like you just talking. Because a lot of times, and maybe this ain't the show for that, but I'm gonna say it anyway. A lot of times when people act like that and put up these fronts, them be the ones who really want what they say they don't want the most. Don't let that go over your head. Let's get to the second breakdown. All right. The shoes on my feet, I bought them. The clothes I wear in, I bought them. The rock I'm rocking, I bought them. Because I depend on me if I want it. The watch I'm wearing, I bought it. The house I live in, I bought it. The car I'm driving, I bought it. I depend on me. I depend on me. Okay, so again, just more reassurance that they pay for everything or she, you know, I mean, it's a group singing, but I, I, I can infer, English teacher word, that maybe she's a, it's, it's three people singing or technically four, whatever, but they singing as if they one person. So I guess this, the storyline of the song is saying that, you know, everything I got, I owned it, I bought it, nobody bought it for me. And that's good to celebrate that. But I will say this, too. You can celebrate your success without bringing somebody else down. And then that's when somebody may say, well, are they bringing somebody else down? Are they trying to bring men down? You know, or maybe that's just I don't think that was the intention behind the song. But then again, I don't know. This was made, what, 20 years ago? At least 20, right? Yeah, at least 20. So, you know. All right. Let's move to the third breakdown of this song. All the women who are independent, throw your hands up at me. All the honeys who making money, throw your hands up at me. All the mamas who profit dollars, throw your hands up at me. All the ladies who truly feel me, throw your hands up at me. And then that's when they would sit in their chair and they was doing like this. So they was looking like the uh, the man in front of the uh, the car dealership places, the, the wacky wave and the arm flated two man like this. That's how they was looking in that song. But we can't deny it wasn't a hit. It spent weeks. I think it was still one of their top most they top rated songs or top downloaded or whatever. Not downloaded, but you know what I mean. It was a top one of their top songs. Definitely, I think in their top five in history of all of Destiny's Child. So, you know, hey, can't knock it. I mean, it's a great song. Played it everywhere. They'll still play it for a throwback, you know. So shout out to y'all. All right. So let's now move on to Migos Bad and Bougie featuring Lil Uzi Vert. All right, so where was I when I first heard this song? I was definitely in college. I remember vividly. It was 2016. It was my last semester in college. It was fall 2016. It was my last semester. And I was at a friend's house. Never heard the song. I seen heard the song and seen the video at the same time. And then I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, okay, okay. And then obviously it became a hit that it became. And then a few months later, the Migos actually came to my college to perform not just this song but they had a concert so that was cool and yeah the video i liked the video i liked i liked the whole aesthetic of it it was like simple it was to me it was how you say this it was perfect for them because it was like it was it was some it was ghetto but it had like bougie elements and i, I liked it it was it was simple and it was effective all right so now Let's go into the first breakdown. All right. Offset. Woo, 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 woo. Rackers on rackers. Got backends on backends. I'm riding around in my coupe. 
I take your fright from you. I'm a dog roof. Beat the whole walls loose. Hop in the frog. Woo. I tell it to come comfort me. I swear these niggas is under me. Okay. So right there, the, uh, we can see that there's a difference from this song and independent women because if we break down the theme, we can see the theme of both songs is basically highlighting the independent women, one from the woman's point of view, and then this one from the man point of view, because he's saying she bad and bougie. And basically he's talking about, you know, you know, and the Migos, the thing with their lines is and their raps is it's kind of it's not necessarily a story, but in a sense, it's still some hard lyrics, and then it's of course they beat to go crazy, right? So if we break down this part, it's it's kind of like on lies all over the place. But that's why we love amigos, because it's all over the place. So let's continue. They hate the devil, keep jumping me. Bankrolls on keep me a company. We did the most, yeah. Pull up in ghosts, yeah. My diamonds a choker, glah. Holding a fire with no holster. Rick the ruler, diamonds cooler. That's a rolling out a Mueller. Dabbing on them like the usual dab. Magic with the brick do voodoo. Courtside with a bad. Then I send it through Uber. All right. So basically, he basically saying now, like, highlighting his life, in case y'all didn't know, with words like magic with the brick do voodoo. So the brick is typically money or, you know, the drugs. And he's saying he magic with it. So he called with it, like, you know, getting it, getting the money or, you know, selling them bricks like they need to, which is the drugs. And when they say courtside with a bad, he's on the courtside with a, a woman that's beautiful. And that, you know, then he's saying after the night, I guess he take a courtside, he winding down a courtside and then send her home through the Uber. I'm guessing in similar fashion to Destiny's Child, like when it's all over, please get up and leave. It's kind of the same thing. So when it's over, he sent a he sent her out, and then Destiny's Child and them, he was they was telling the man, "All right, you get up and leave." All right, and then they said, "Bank rolls on, keep me on company, and pull up in ghosts, pull up in nice cars. They stay with money, and diamonds on me a choker. It's that's me today. No, I'm just playing. But even with them, we know they're known for jewelry, all that good stuff. So let's continue." Four four, I'm dropping muddy. Out of space, kid Cuddy. Introduce me to your girl as wife, and we know she's slutting. Broke a brick down, nutted buddy. Now the nigga ducking. Don't move too fast, I might shoot you. Draco, bad and bougie. All right, so now this is Lil Uzi verse part of the song, which where he was doing like this in the video. We remember that. And basically, again, another kind of like that. No, I'm not going to say mumble rap, but that whole. I'm telling, I'm just having a bunch of hard lines and some of it add up and some of it don't. But I like when it says, broke a break down, nutty butt, and now that nigga ducking. Don't move too fast, I might shoot your Draco bad and bougie. So I guess he's saying his gun, in this case, because the Draco is a gun, in case y'all didn't know, in 2022. And if he's saying the gun is bad and bougie, I guess he's saying like, you know, if we if we make make the comparison of saying like okay it's not a woman so it's not beautiful and bougie but maybe he's saying it's like it's bad and bougie as you won't see it coming maybe maybe that's what it means no look Uzi hit us up I'm always hanging with shooters might be posted somewhere secluded still playing with pots and pans call me Quavo Ratatouille 
Run up with sex, call me booby. When I'm on stage, show me boobies. Ice on my neck, I'm the coolest. Hop out the suicide with the Uzi. Pew, pew, pew. Now I lied, because this is not um, Lil Uzi's part. But this is Quavo's part, and that was confirmed. Now, I liked how when they said he always hanging with shooters, might be posted somewhere secluded. Okay, so he might hang with the shooters. And then, if some, and then in the parentheses, it say private if it's secluded, if you know what secluded means. And then it says, still playing with pots and pans, call me Quavo Ratatouille. So basically, that was a reference to the movie Ratatouille with the rat that was cooking, playing with pots and pans. He cooking it up. Cook, what do you think he cooking up? Because he ain't talking about food. The drugs. Did you know that? Yeah, I will hope, but that's why we're here. He said, when I'm on stage, show me boobies, ice on my neck, I'm the coolest. Hop out the suicide with the Uzi. And then I guess that's the reference. That could be a double meaning to Lil Uzi who's in the song and then the actual gun with the pew, pew, pew sound. Shout out to 21 Savage for doing a pew, pew sound back in 2016 because now I didn't make it. It's a staple. I pull up, I pull up, I pull up, I hop out with all the drugs and a good luck. See, that's, see, that's the drugs he was cooking up like Ratatouille. I'm cooking, I'm whipping, I'm whipping, I'm whipping into a rock lighted lockup. I gave her 10 racks. I told her to go shopping and spend it all at the pop-up. Okay, so Atlanta is known for pop-up pop shops. Houston now is too. This came out in 2016, so basically they was just saying like, oh, you can take these racks, go spend it at the pop-up shop. Unless she has her own stuff at her own pop-up shop, or she going to somebody else's and spending it, because that's sometimes we be getting the best clothes, and that's desserts and you know businesses and things so there it is all right so let's move to the third breakdown and this is the chorus of the song raindrop drop top smoking on cooking a hot box effing on your girl she a thought that cooking up dope in a crock pot we came from nothing to something nigga so okay Nice hot rhymes again talking about the drop top vehicle. We have another reference to cars, another reference to drugs. Third line is a reference to a beautiful girl, or maybe not a beautiful girl, but the girl he took and said, If you know your girl, she had thought that. So I guess he was letting people know, hey, your girl ain't your girl choosing. I got her. She ain't what you thought she was. And then, of course, cooking up dope in the crock pot. It says, then we came from nothing. So basically saying that they had humble beginnings. And now look at them now, which is another sign. If you have your business or whatever is starting off small, give it time because it's going to blow. I'm even talking to myself. Then it says, I don't trust nobody. Grip the trigger. Call up the gang and they come and get you. Cry me a river, get you a tissue. My girl bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with an Uzi. My niggas is savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Again, another. It's funny how they say it in so many different ways, but they keep talking about drugs, a girl, a car, a gun. Drugs, a girl, a car, a gun. They said this in so many different ways, but they talking about the same thing. My girl, bad and bougie, cooking up dope with a Uzi. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. All right, so that's the bar breakdown for the day. Now, let's get into my elaboration of Michelle and Takeoff, all right? Because, again, I kind of stated earlier, but if we break it down even more, 
Michelle had a solo album that did well. It was gospel. Takeoff had a solo album that did well. They are the the secret weapons in a sense to their groups. As I stated, would Destiny Child be where they were be are? Where they were? Would Migos be where they are now? Something to think about. And even with them two as well, like Cater to You was made because of Michelle. She had the best line in that song. Takeoff had the best and t-shirt. And several other songs. So Michelle did good in other in several other songs as well, but I'm just saying. And with these two, again, y'all, they are <laughs> how I want to say this. They lit. And sure, they lit. Like if it was not for them, these groups wouldn't be where they are. All right. So let's get into any closing remarks. So first of all, my question to y'all is who y'all got? Would you pick Migos or would you pick Destiny's Child? And then I want to say, as we close off today, just because you're in a group project or you're in a group, don't mean that you're not how you say, I want to say this to anybody who's doing I said group project, but it's funny. Teacher mode never turned off. A group project, or you're in a, a singing group, a rap group, a podcast group, you know, don't feel as though, you know, they're going to be people, because some people aren't those the main attractions. But just because you're not the main attraction in that organization or whatever it is, don't mean that you're not needed. And that's the thing. Also, what I want to say with this episode and seeing it too and comparing those two. Just because they're not the main attractions of the group doesn't mean that they're not needed. And that's even in the, in the job too. Just because everybody ain't always praising you or you don't always have a spotlight don't mean that you're not the center of attention. All right, y'all. So that's it for the day. Thank you for this fun bar for bar breakdown with me, Izzy Baker. And as always, no matter how many steps we got, we're going to keep on climbing. Peace.